0: Cementoe, oh, yeah. bomazo, This morning, our, our eating is uh, reading and learning is sponsored by. <laughs> it's in the merit, is in the is in the for the schut and the This precious neshama that has joined on Israel physically, mia bat, ana el baron. Her eyes, she witnessed the coming of Mashiach. Beisrach if we can open up page. 33 Os Yibdaled, 14th letter. 14th no. You know what, what the Rebbe with the Piyasetsna is, is where he's going to be taking us today. So It's been a build-up for the last few shurim that we've been having. It's been a build-up. And um, I think that today, if we have to define like our Chabura, even our Chabura, even this coming together for so long already, it'll most probably be about... like a lot that's going to be coming out today, in, in today's learning. Also, just to, just to, before we continue in the learning, we, we both Hashem are in the midst of planning a whole schedule for Elo. a very, very uh, morning, a very serious and, and exciting, <laughs> taking the 45 minutes we do in the mornings here, and stretching that to a daily schedule in Elu and we need foot soldiers. We need foot soldiers. We need, we need uh, you know, the Rebbe set us all up as as just, he was the chief empower, like we named the show this week, right? So we need to be empowered and take this, this Besorah that we want to share with the world about us being as real as we can, being together with Dibu Haverim. And we know that a lot of it is really based on how we get the word out, the product, what we want to share is, is there already. And it keeps on getting formed and refined as we learn, and as we see how we, how we respond and learn, how we, how we take these teachings to heart. But to get the word out is what we really need to do. So if anyone can help us on that, on, that, on that line of saying, how do we really share with everyone? So often, I meet people here in Efrat, even a few blocks away saying, do you guys have anything going on in the mornings? Or do you guys ever learn? Do you have any shiurim? And I'm, I feel like it's already, it's like zela almost. It's like to not let the word out. That doesn't mean right now that, we want a hundred people in here right now we, whatever Hashem wants to give us Hashem should give but it should definitely be made available to all the hungry souls that would love to be part of what we're doing so if, you could, if anyone can step up and help on that line please, please, please be in touch with me and Hashem Bezrat Hashem, will, uh, will fill that plea with guidance into the right direction into who needs to get who needs to hear what and who needs to be inspired with what Do you have something forwardable? We're in the middle of of making a brochure, but um, yeah, and, and in the next coming days, we'll have a lot more info, Bezrat Hashem. All right, and having said that, also our, our Ukraine trip, because we wanna focus all in Elul here and make the learning, get, show up to Rosh Hashanah with everything that we can. So our, our, our Ukraine trip is gonna be after Sukkot this year, but we'll have more info on that later as well. And I'm excited about that for many reasons. One of them is because I like it when it's colder. But it's not yet freezing. It gets colder. You kind of feel a little bit more like uh, I can tell. But you know, it's easier to tell Hasidic tales when you're freezing for some reason. You know, when you're hot, no, really, when you're shmitzen, it's not like. <laughs> and then and then Moishla came back in the middle of the night. Yeah, you're sweaty. It's not when you're when you you know when it's like that. It's like oh, then Moishule showed up with that bag of, of whatever. Anyway, let's go back inside. Ot yud ot yud dalet. And here the Rebbe, like we said before, and this is a prepares a very special and important, important piece today, very, very important. And as like it's such a schuz when we walk into our Beit Midrash to see the picture of the Rebbe in there, it's just it puts everything into place. Ot Yudale, but af gam terem nidgalah <laughs> bcha. Reiya ila azu ba poal mamash. Shetireet kol haolam le Eloku tshemotu neshamot. Now although maybe this sense that you just alluded to, this sixth sense or whatever it is we've been discussing about being able to look at the world, being like we did with the table, being able to look at things. Remember seeing what, what, what they are, right? So he's saying, let's say you haven't done that. You, we're not yet on that place that we could be those Hasidish or Kabbalists like we'd like to be. You're not there yet. Mikol kom nonetheless, no matter where you're at, he says, ma'amik What does that mean? What do you think that means? What do you guys think that means? Become deep with your knowledge. What do you think that means? How does someone become deep with their knowledge? Internalize, it. Internalize that which you know. How would you do that? By teaching it to someone else. Yeah, it shows that it That's an element. Sure, sure. What else? That doesn't have anything to do with, anybody, with anything else, with, the, with anything external. By it's still it. internal, huh? By doing it. By doing what? That what you've learned. That's what you've learned. And let's say it's not working for me. How do I still become deep with my da'at? Or it's not a maasa action. Could not, exactly. It could be that it's not dafka maase action. It could be that becoming deep with knowledge is making it into a tefillah. I have knowledge here. I have some information here. However, I still have not yet access, I don't have the tools yet to internalize it, to do the work that I know I could do with it. So that's, you know... That's the 50th gate, right? That's absolutely it. Meaning, that's where Yiddish really starts. Like, that's where things begin. When I have enough guts to say, I don't really know how to do what I'm supposed to do now, even though I have this peer pressure to understand what the Rebbe told me, Hashem, please, please, please have Rachmanus on me, but there's a criteria. There's a criteria. There's an important criteria. A lot of criteria is here, right? But there's an important criteria in order to have what's called Ha'amakat Da'at, which is to deepen the knowledge. To take knowledge and deepen it. Yeah, Yoni? Yeah. Um he said, in the beginning, you start off saying this is a chair. Right. And you, just, you write a little memorandum, you, you say, chair has four legs. And you right. send it out. And then someone's going to a question, well, is this a chair? You know? And then uh, you can go to the next level, one thing at a time. Oh, there's this one kind of three-legged chair. Some chairs, you can distinguish between humans and non-humans. People make chairs, you know, what is a chair? It's not for animals, it's for people. So it's a, it's like a defining game. You keep on asking questions, which, rounding it, out. rounding it out, and it keeps on defining. It keeps on defining more and more, yes. what it is. Okay. Now look what he's. That's very. That's very important. We should, do a whole, we should really do a whole exercise on that once. Just like, taking something and doing what you just did. Now look at this. Look at the psaltnesses. whatever It says every single day, make your das, a little bit deeper. How? This is like a meditation, a verbal meditation. I I don't, I, I don't see. Meaning, I don't see that which I know is right in front of me. What does that mean? I see people. I don't see nishamas yet. I don't see nishamas yet. I would love to. It would be amazing. I don't see it, that which the Rebbe has been talking about. I don't but the whole world is filled with Hashem's Kavad. Everything is created from godliness. And you, me, meaning, and you tell yourself, and you yourself, you're filled with godliness as well, even though I can't see it. How many of us actually see godliness when we look in the mirror? So no one's gonna raise their hand here because we all know the highest thing in the world is to be a Baal Anava, right? But chuck that out of this room before you come in here. How many of us have been able, because we're doing this with the Shem Shemaim, have any of you ever been able to look in the mirror and see Elokut and see godliness? So there's no inyan in Yiddishkeit that the highest goal is to always look in the mirror and see garbage and think of yourself as something low. The goal really is to look in the mirror and see a lukut, but you can only see a lukut if it's not about you, so don't worry about being haughty. But he's saying you have to at least say those words. I know I can't see it. I know when I look in the mirror I don't see a lukut, but whether I can see it or not, I'm swimming in it. I'm filled with it. My friend David Sachs in Los Angeles always says this following mashal where he said that I... He had to cross the street once in a meeting. You now, David Sachs is a, is a TV uh, TV uh, writer. He's, an, he's, a, he's one... Simpsons. Right, he used to write for The Simpsons, Third Rock from the Sun. His muscles are are, are are really, really tremendous. So he, he once said that uh, he realized when he was trying to describe to someone what Hashem means, what godliness is, and he said he, he, was, he had to cross the street somewhere in, I don't know, maybe it was in Hollywood. I don't know where it was. And he's trying to explain to someone. He said, Do you realize that in order for me to cross this street now, I gotta swim through godliness. I have to go through like whether I can see it or not, does not mean that I'm not allowed to say it. That's what I'm getting from him. Or Well the truth is he probably did see a pool of godliness. That's why he, you know, Kobe knows him. But even if I can't see it, right? I can't see right now. I need. But what prevents me from stating the emes, whether I can see it or not? Right? So the Rebbe says, one of the things you have to do is you must say this word, these words to, you, to yourself every single day. Again, And you're also filled with Godliness. me, you, filled with it. Again, the axis How much access I have to is a different story. And even the grains of sand that I'm stepping on, I'm sure that if I really knew how to look at it, the way that the PSS has been telling us, how to look at things, if I had that, not not power, but if I had that, I don't know, that level, to be able to look at sand, the way that I could really look at sand and look at things, I could see that there's shame of There's even the combinations of God's names in everything, even on the sand that I'm stepping on. <speaking in Hebrew> the whole world is encompassed, in is included in the holiness of His godliness, <speaking in Hebrew> which means with complete. Nullification, meaning Melo again, even if I don't really feel it, or say it, I know on a deeper level, the more I say this, the more I think about this, that everything is from you. Kim from within you is the source of life. Then what happens to a person when this when this mantra is repeated over and over again? What eventually will what are some of the symptoms that happens to a person when he keeps on repeating this this mantra? What do you think? What are some of the healthy elements that will start happening to him? Yeah, no. Starts working towards him. One is that is empowerment. What else happens? Something very very important. We start seeing more unity, less separation. Nachon, <laughs> less periods. <laughs> <Things> start <laughs> uh, connecting. The coincidences start happening that make things a little bit more Nachon, <laughs> <laughs> and what else? What 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 stops happening to a person like this? Fear. He doesn't live in a state of fear. Meaning, if I work more and more towards this place, that mm-hmm. everything, everything is really from Hashem, like on a real level. Ha'amakata mm-hmm. dat lo What am I scared of at that point? What scares me? What, what frightens me at that point besides this one place of fear, fearing the one above? Other than that, forget it. So the Rebbe, you know, there's a there's a whole method that we're going to be learning in mm-hmm. Elul, and it's called it's from the PSS and it's called hashkata hashkata. Have you heard of this before? Hushka, you've heard about this before? Yeah, you sent me something about this one. Hashkata, which means there's a whole art of silencing. Of all those, not just not just hafraot, not just like things that are disturbing my uh, concentration, but literally those things that fill me with fear, shh, shut up, shh, you're, you're just fake. I know you're fake. All that anxiety. I know you're fake. I know you're Sheker, you've just, you've allowed me, your are Mamesh you've allowed me to internalize and get access to certain places inside of me I didn't even know existed. Because we're all filled with fear, we're filled with anxieties. But the Rebbe, one of the things he's doing to us over here, the PSS, as he's saying, when you go through this every single day, more and more and more, these are some of the elements, the natural elements that arouse from something like this. Let's look back inside. Now he's gonna say that there's no more room for victim consciousness, because look at the next few words he says, ורק אני we're six we're one two three four five six, six lines from the top. ורק אני only is only me. prati. it's only been my own personal will. אני ביצוני הפרתי etatsmi את עצמי נמצא bifne עצמו, הרחק Mimeno, יתברח, להיות נע מחוץ לכל מחנה אלוקים The Rebbe is now saying, you want to be spiritual? Beautiful. You know where it starts from? Being, Be responsible. Take responsibility. Take a lot of responsibility. Don't be scared. Take responsibility. What is he saying? After I've said, this is the whole world, whether I could see it or not. It's filled with Hashem filled with Hashem, it's all one. Like Jeremy is saying, there's no more separation anymore. Or like Noah, what did you say? That there's no, that you're empowered. Now that I'm empowered, what are you empowered to do? To take responsibility and admit that the reason that I can't see things the way they really are, yet, yet, is because what he says here, very, very heavy words. I, I remove myself out of that out of that place. Now, what are you all thinking right now? What are you talking about? I was born into that house. Mm-hmm. I married that woman. You know, I don't have those... Ta- it's all... And, and the Rebbe is saying, you can keep on coming up with excuses after excuses. That'll just leave you living a life that you don't really see anything for what it really, really is. But really, mazel tov on those excuses that you have. We hope you enjoy living in an eternal state of victim consciousness forever. Say something else. Like this on Jeremy's point a second. Yeah. Saying um, when you are when you are totally nullifying yourself to God and God's will, right. or which is the cancellation of the ani, which is the, e- the right. ego and everything else right. like that, that's when you're doing good. And when, you, when anything is not going well, know that it's because ani took too big of a role. And ani, it's like whenever you're focused oh, on the ani, the ani an an took me, me, took the real me out of, be, out of being one with what's real. Exactly. I once heard a word like that, Chassid Shavuot, Boruch It says, Anochi Mavdil beini <speaking> uveinechem." <Hebrew> you ever heard that Torah before? Anochi Mavdil beini <speaking> uveinechem." <Hebrew> when it's so much about Anochi, that's Mavdil beini <speaking> uveinechem. <Hebrew> so the Rebbe says here, say that. After you said the world is filled with godliness, I'm repeating this all day long, it's all one. Now say the reason. Now say it. What's the reason why you don't see the way you want to see? What's the reason you don't feel the way you want to feel? Why is it so hard to say that? There is the way. I'm in I'm the way. I'm in the way. I'm in the way. It's in the way, whatever it is. Why can't I say that I is me that has removed myself from being able to feel all of this? What is that? Where does it come from? <clears throat> you want to say something, David? Heavy stuff. It's heavy. It's the real deal. This is this is this is as this, this is mamish as real as it gets. Look, you know we're jumping already to Elul, but like you think the chuva of Elul is about saying I shouldn't be with that person and that influence is bad for me and I'll just stay away from all those influences and then I'll be okay. That's the chuva of the whole year, but the chuva of Elul, preparing for to see the king, the privilege to really hear the shofar, will probably be. I have no excuses anymore. None. There's nothing left in my arsenal. I I have nothing left. I don't blame it anymore on anybody or anything or any type of abuse that I went through as a kid, as a parent, as a spouse. No one. And there, no one has dominion over me. Nobody. Nothing. You know what happens at that moment when you do that? It's just like... It's just like so, so, so petrifyingly real at that moment of being able to say, and that's what the Rebbe saying, you have to say this. When this way of thinking becomes kviut, becomes something that's permanent, and this is what I keep on coming back to every single day. And not just, how many more likes do I need on Facebook, or, how many, or ch- how many views do I have on my latest segment, or whatever it is. So look what he says here. So what ends up happening? You know, we're always so big on, we're not into religious coercion. That's shit. The whole Torah is religious coercion. Right? So he says this kfiyah. You're forceful, you're forcing yourself. What does he say over here? When you keep on saying this all the time, eventually you end up forcing yourself to be one with this machshava, with this thought. And we always, want, we always say, no, I want things to come to me naturally. I don't want to force anything on myself. Do you realize how many of the negative things that we think about ourselves have come because of forceful thoughts? So why don't you do it the other way as well? Why don't you work, work it the other way as well? This is what the Rambam says, A person is forced until he says, I want this. What is he referring to? Does anyone know? Isn't that beating? A Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a sarvan. It's someone that uh, is a sarev get. That we need the person to not just give a get. <laughs> we should all have shavon uh, right? But what ends up happening is that you force him until he, he has to say two words. Rotseani. He has to say, I want this. So they all ask, come on. If a guy's getting beat, if a guy's getting smashed, of course, eventually he's going to say, I want this, right? But the Rambam's saying there's something psychologically happening to the person as well. is that he's kofen himself to be connected to a certain machshavat, to a certain way of thinking. What does he mean? Look what he says here. A word that is said but through coercion, is mo'il, actually is beneficial, is a good thing. Why? Because, in truth, in the truth of all truths, there's not one person in, in this room right now, and there's not one person from Am Yisrael that's listening to us right now, that in their emes la'amito, they don't want to do what Hashem wants. There's no such thing. That's why the Ishbitzel always says, Throughout Mea you see it a little bit, I think, I mean, I, I, as if I know what the whole base Yaakov says, but it's also in the base Yaakov you see it, is that the Indian of Chet, he keeps on saying, it's, it's not Shayach Ba'ayid. Now what does that mean? Jews aren't sinners? It means, unfortunately, we are sinners. But in our Mahut, there's no way in the world that that's what any of us really want. Not a chance. Big time. Big time. Yeah, Yoni. Just a little louder, I'm sorry. I need, I need to go back a little bit. Can you? go to I believe that he just compared uh, committing fully to life, and, and to to giving a man giving his wife a gift. That that's a, that's a he, he committing to life, he the right? The, he, life the just the language of the word kviyah of forcing. Yes. So you're saying you're f- the, like just like the guy that ends up giving a get, you force him until he says the words And the question we have is, how could a, come on, how could that, how real could that actually be, right? The guy's how, how real could that actually be? So he's saying over here, no, there's something that when when we force someone, like he's saying, force yourself to say this every day. What ends up happening, you realize that's the real you. <laughs> Wow. We can do such damage with that. Enough said. Z z madim. Z madim. Z madim. Kfiya kfi Hashem. Ken, asz mas z kfiya. Z aafuch mi z z madim. Z aafuch agamur. Mima she bedach nachum avnim ato. Z lo yuman. Did anyone understand what Rabbi Yisrael just said? Did anyone not understand what he just said? That's amazing. You could you could break your head for like half hour trying to like give over something that like you know in one word it's just it's just explained. Rakshich, fourth line from the bottom. Rakshach Soniyut gufo Mon'o. It's just these outer layers of physicality that prevent you from living kifia Hashem. It's just the outer it's just like if you don't feel connected and you think like the real me really isn't into spirituality or Torah and Mitzvahs. So what you're feeling is real, but it just means that you're operating from the chitzonius. You're operating from your outside. The the, the, the PSS is training us to say the more you say this, the more it brings you to where you are inside. And the real you always wants to do everything, Fiyashem and Tobi's right. What is the Tanya? Oh, it's the whole thing about the Tanya. Was the Balatania's whole thing, it's not, it's really in your grasp to really be on fire. It's actually not only in your grasp, it's your Teva. That's actually your nature. So what is he saying? It's possible for you to act naturally. And the way a Niyid naturally a- acts is being on fire to Hashem, like a flame that always goes upwards, he says. That's like the Neshama always wanted to go up. So here the P'ss is saying that with enough Tirgul, how do you say Tirgul? enough. Yeah, like just repeating this, this, this method. Eventually, this will lead you to realizing that this is really who you are. This is the real you. But when you coerce, when you force this chitzonius of the physicality, as nafsho then your soul comes out of its jail cell. The ghotseh ani like the loshen of the Rambam then what ends up happening to each and every one of us is that eventually our soul will come out and say <coughs> enough of being a rebel this is really what I want I just want to be straight straight not straight like we think of, like, I just I just want to be I just want to be Yasha I just just what I really really want and my soul comes out of its jail zone to say thank you Thank you for freeing me. Thank you for allowing me to finally say what I really feel and what I really, really want. This is what the Pia sits saying. Now again, who is he speaking to? He's speaking to chevret that we're agreeing to the criterias which we shared last time. Was it last time we learned? Yeah. So again, this is like not just for anybody. You don't have access to this just like this. You have to have that commitment, that place that we spoke about before of being vulnerable, enough. Mamish having enough vulnerability to look at your fears and use them as the kinetakadish Baruch It doesn't just happen like this. You have to be, that's why the khabura style, right? What we're trying to do is that it creates the safety environment to be vulnerable enough with your fears so that the result could be that each of us have a moment of saying, Rotseyani, this is the real me, and this is what I really, really, really want. This is what I really, really want. And it's not just like the Rambam saying that based in forces of a, a person, someone else has to force a person, he's saying, you could do this to yourself. This is something that you can bring upon yourself. And when you keep on coming back to these thoughts, you will come back and think and be determined in your heart and in your mind that the whole world is filled with these godly names. And then what ends up happening? It's impossible that through this coercion your neshama won't come, become revealed to everything we've been speaking about. He's saying it's, it must be. This must be what ends up happening to a person that lives like this. It reminds me a lot of the book saying, it's not that I want, that I am. Very, 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 very deep. Toby, <laughs> that's very, very deep. You just said, what ends up happening is that it stops being a ratsun. I want. Because when you say I want, it means I'm not there yet. Right? What's higher, saying I'm not there yet, but I want it? Or having enough, I don't know what the word is, to, to realize, wait a second, I am. I am this. I am this. I, not, my, my natural state is this, is so-and-so. Wow, guys, you're on absolute fire today. Absolute fire. What's this k'vi'ah that you're talking about? Is it talking about taking responsibility? The k'vi'ah of saying before all these things that he said before. Yeah. yeah. And that even if I can't see it, this is what really exists in the moment. Yeah. Okay, we'll finish this paragraph. It's <coughs> exactly what Toby just brought up. When your neshama is on its own, just as, as itself, when, if, if it was just the neshama that was looking at the world, it just sees holiness. Tzadikim are only looking with their eyes of the neshama. They're not looking the way that people normally look. That's why their re'iya is so refined and pure, because it sees exactly what's really there. Meaning, It's just the body that stops that natural holy way of looking out. But when you, tell, when you tell your body enough, you're not dictating to me today again, what I really think about myself and about people and about the world. And when you stop that and you say, I will not let you, Mr. Gashmius, Mr. Gouf, to dictate to me how I should look at people and look at things. The natural result of that is that the nishamas is the one that's in charge of sight, and that means if it's just the neshama that's looking out, the neshama in its essence, the way the way it looks, the way it perceives, is utmost purity. It sees what's really, really there. <clears> the <throat> tamid, and even if it's not always, al kol panim he says again, shaot tovim Yafa sha'ahana refers obviously Yafa shel Chalchuba ma'asim Tovim Kolo Laaba. What he's saying over here is that I don't think that if you say this every day, that it's gonna be permanent. And I think that's what happens to us quite often is that when we try really hard and we work on we work on ourselves and we take a certain mida, and we try to refine it and we think we got it and it starts working. Why? Because we tasted how good it feels. When it doesn't always feel like that, we start doubting the sincerity of that first moment of feeling pure and refined. The Piyasetsna keeps on reminding us, he says, don't freak out if this elated state of being is not constant yet. He's saying, like, again, he's reinforcing the concept of you, you'll have enough dots to, draw, to eventually draw the line. But do not be too hard on yourself and say that because it's not permanent yet, you're doubting its sincerity. And I think it's such a, it's such a tremendously healthy way of guiding <coughs> spiritual seekers, because quite often despair really comes from the fact that I realize I'm not perfect yet. I've had a lot of highs, but it's not fully fixed. He, he says again over here, don't worry. I'll call tovim lecha. You'll have the good moments. Not every single davening has to be fire. It, it would be great if it was, it would be great if every single Shabbos was fire like from, from that. But you know what, what ended up happening, perhaps? I don't know. Ib says the greatest thing that God ever did to the Jewish people is that He slept us to a mountain and spoke to us only once. And he never, he, never talk, he never talked to us again. Now you're thinking, are you kidding me? We're, we're begging every day, but every Shabbos, speak to us just once more. But Ib says, God's not a nudnik. God's not a nudnik. He says it to you once, and with that, that's enough to live your whole If you're really, really in tune with Kabbalah Sattorah, then that's enough to have enough of it in your arsenal to keep on going, to have this, to keep on going strong. But I really, I mean, I say this personally in my life is that this is a big nisayan for me. It's what Rabbeinu says, Baki Beratzav, Baki Beshov. It really, really is that. No? It's a very strong, like Rabbe Nachman says, there has to be bekiyus in the way that you, that you fly. You have to know how to fly, but you also have to know, you must have to know how to land. You have to know how to come back down here. So the Piyasetzner is calming us all down. He's saying to this holy, precious chavr that he's learning <coughs> with, this is what we're here for, b'nei machshava tova. This is what we're here to do. We're here to grow, but we're not here to, we're not here to set ourselves up for, for disappointments. And I think in many schools of thought, even in, 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 in Hasidic, in certain areas, and even Hasidic traditions that aren't really refined for, for for this world, for this age, is that we haven't yet figured out how to be okay with the fact that we're not always gonna be on fire. And he keeps on reminding us of again, as long as you remember that it's okay to force yourself, because eventually the forcing will lead you to who you really are. You'll have enough to make it through the day. You'll have enough to make it through the week. You'll have enough to make it through the month. And obviously, Bezrat Hashem, once you're with yourself and you're in your natural state of mind, that's all you really need. You don't need a lot more than that, just to be your real true selves through infinite tshuva, which never ends. And it lasts forever, and it's something that we, we welcome inside. So, vai Hashem should give us enough uh, guts to be able to look at Him and say, the, whether I believe in it yet or not, but to be like, this is my goal. The only reason, Hashem, why I don't feel all that I'm learning and why I can't see the way that the Piyasetsna is telling me that it's possible to see is because I have removed myself from that natural state of mind. What does the rebel in us feel when I say those words? It's hard to swallow, right? It's like there's something, I mean, even when, I, when I'm talking, I wanna punch myself in the face right now. It's a very hard place to be because we live so much of our lives in victim consciousness. It's unbelievable. It's just amazing. The Rebbe says it stops here. It's good, we're, we're like halfway in the safer. He says it stops right here. That's it, no more. No more. You can keep on going with that and it won't get you anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. Anyway, it should, be, it should be for us to become more and more real, more and more passionate, and more and more being able to relate to each other because these are words that are each of us feel what he just said right now. Each of us feel it. So the vibe that should give us more and more every single day, slowly, slowly, even if it's not all day long. But it's just enough to keep on going. Shukrach, yeah. everyone. And mazal Big time. Yeah, tov. Yeah, I I have to run with this. Do a zim definitely. Do a swim me? Yeah, yeah, I'm running home. Toby, Toby? I don't have the...
1: Can, can you save and send? Bagels, ten
0: with the bagels. You bagel your hand.